0: Let's get going with another episode of the Utah Real Estate Minute. We're back with uh, more real estate talk and more real estate how-tos. We're back, and baby. Tutorials, <laughs> whatever it is, to basically help you with the home buying process.
1: Because uh, I know there's so many ins and outs of it, right? Oh, and a lot of sure. people don't know where to start. And people get scared. They, I mean, they because they don't know where to start. So they just don't do anything. And in real estate, the worst thing you can do is not act. And so TJ and I, we kind of want to help you
0: through that process. Today, we're going to talk about the buying process because uh, a lot of people don't even know where to start with that. The best place to start, and I I'm, I'm, I just kind of want to throw this right off the top, but hit up TJ or I. I mean, my phone number is 801-244-2908.
1: Yeah. You can contact me at 801-694-1733. And honestly, I mean, if you contact us, that's no obligation that you have to buy right now or anything. We honestly just want to have a real estate conversation with with you. I mean, we talk about it all day, every day. Uh, So if you have any questions about it, reach out to us. Give us a call, shoot us a text.
0: But today, like I said, let's talk about the buying process, which I would recommend the first thing to do would be to hit up one of us. Mm -hmm. But I kind of want to even clarify that a little bit is is I think the best place to start and TJ, correct me Mm -hmm. if I'm wrong with this, but I think the best place to start is by talking to a real estate agent, even before a loan officer. For sure. Yeah.
1: I mean, they kind of go hand in hand, vice versa, but definitely get in contact with a real estate agent. I mean, it's super important. Because a lot of times, you know, people we, we
0: know, we all know like 10 real estate agents, right? Yeah. So hit up one of those. Hopefully that person, you know, might be me. I yeah, don't know. exactly. But uh, <laughs> kind of find out who their preferred lender is. Who mm-hmm. do they like to work with? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people don't realize like the real estate agent and the loan officer, I think it's helpful if they kind of are familiar with each other, oh, if definitely. they have a friendship.
1: Yeah. Well, who you hire matters. I mean, honestly, and it, because odds are they've closed real estate transactions together in the past and they had built that report and they built systems together that can make the transaction or you're buying your house a lot smoother for you so let's go down the process I, I kind of have this I know I know if this is just an
0: audio podcast I wish I had a way to show a picture and maybe I'll even post this on the website at IamSaltLake.com. Yeah. But I have this little, it kind of reminds me of Candyland, right? Like this little like <laughs> little, board uh, game. little board game of kind of showing the buying process. So I kind of want to go through some of this, TJ, if that's okay. And I kind oh, of want, yeah, want you to uh, interject a little bit and, and kind of uh, from some of your experience. But if you're looking to buy a house, the first step is you're going to want to have a consultation, with, with a real estate agent. That way you guys can sit down and really figure it out. You're going to, uh, meet with a mortgage consultant as well, mm-hmm. which is TJ, yeah, right? Definitely. And find out what you're pre-approved for and find yep. out what you can, uh, you know, what kind of homes. Yeah. And I and I, I, I think that's important. And, and again, I want to hear what you have to say, TJ, but I think it's important to get pre-approved for, uh, how much you can look at because you don't want to go look at houses that are out of your price range.
1: Exactly. No, you want to find, I mean, we kind of, when you come meet with me, we can look through a couple of scenarios. One of them is where you want your budget to be, you know, what you want to spend monthly, whether that's 1200 bucks a month, whether that's $3,000 a month, you know, or anywhere in between. And then we're also going to find your max. That way, when you're off looking at homes, you're not going to be, you know, you're not going to say, Oh, well, this one's out of my price range because it's not where I want to right. Say it's above $1,600. Um, and that's what you want to spend. If this home would be, end up being 17 or $1,800 a month, you can, you can justify, okay, yes, it's out of where I want to be, but I know I got approved for up to 2000 or $2,200 a month. So I can't afford this.
0: And then, like I said, you would sit down with somebody like myself or your real estate agent, uh, and have a little bit of a consultation. And the point of this, you guys is really, so I can find out what kind of home you're looking for. Right? Exactly. how many bedrooms, what the non-negotiables are. Maybe you're looking for a place with a garage. Maybe you need a place with a small backyard. Maybe you need a big backyard. Maybe, I don't know, there's so many things that people are looking for that's important to them. Oh, for sure. Oh, uh, Or like I say in a lot of episodes, you know, nowadays we're working from home. So a lot of people are needing to get a home office. So these are kind of important things to do before you just start hitting the ground and looking at places. Because you want to know what kind of places to look at. Oh, definitely.
1: Well, yeah. And when you meet with me, I mean, I'm going to tell you to submit a loan application. It takes like 10 to 20 minutes to fill out. Not hard at all. After we get the application in, my team will give you a call, ask you a few questions, really get the I's dotted and T's crossed on that loan application, and then we'll get the consultation scheduled with myself. And that's where, I mean, I'm not going to be your drive-through mortgage. I'm going to be more so of a tailored mortgage experience to you in your exact situation. So I really want to know what your goals are, not only for the next one to five years, but 20, 30 years down the road. I want to know what your retirement goals are for for real estate. And we're going to set up your first mortgage or second mortgage or wherever you are at in your home, in your real estate uh, to really custom tailor a loan for you. Um, once we get that, that, you know, your I's and T's crossed on that loan application, we'll get that pre-approval letter out to you and to Chris and you guys will out, go out home shopping.
0: And then we're out home shopping. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I take you out home shopping. We start looking at homes. One thing I always tell people is it is so important for you to give mm-hmm. me feedback. On the homes you're looking at, because if I don't get feedback from you, then how do I know what you're liking or what you're not liking? Because a lot of times people don't know really what they want until they actually get out looking right. They have this idea in their head of like even the areas of town they want to live or they think, okay this is an okay place to live. But then they realize, hey, maybe that's too far. Yeah. Right. Or maybe or I the opposite. I, or I thought I wanted a three bedroom, but then you realize you need a four bedroom uh-huh. or maybe you you're like, gosh, I need to look for a place with a bathroom on the main level. Yeah. You know, I I've taken people out home shopping and, you know, a lot of times you don't you don't realize it, but it's it's the feedback from from them that you you know you're like oh wow you know how important it is for them to have a a master bedroom on the main floor versus the basement levels or you know they don't want to look at a place with a master bedroom unless it has a, a bathroom off of it or a walk-in closet and so unless you get feedback from your from them mm-hmm. your your real estate agents just not going to be able to point you in the right direction so once you start looking at homes you're going to narrow down that search until you find favorite. Yeah. Okay. Now you got to remember you're listening to this in April of 2022. And I want to preface that because we're in an interesting market. So this is going to kind of be the home buying process of the market right now versus maybe how it might be five years down the road or even a year down the road. We don't know where it's going to go. But once you kind of have narrowed down to a favorite, that's when we're going to want to submit an offer. And that's when things get kind of interesting where you're gonna wanna talk to whoever you're working with, hopefully that agent is me, Mm -hmm. but you're gonna create a little bit of a a strategy with your offer, whether that's with uh, a certain amount of earnest money down Or a lot of times they do these appraisal guarantees or, I mean, there's so many different things that people can throw in there to make a a, a stronger offer. And this is where having a good loan officer like TJ Mm -hmm. is really helpful in this process. Yeah, we've
1: got various different amounts of programs that, like I said, can tailor to you specifically. Maybe that was a quicker close. You know, if that's really important to the sellers to close really quickly, um, so on and so forth. So, and it, as you guys find that one property, make sure you're reaching back out to me and, uh, I'll run the exact numbers for you, what your payment's going to look like monthly. You know? And
0: you're good with doing that. Yeah. I mean, sure. I've, I've had clients that have, you know, they want the exact numbers and I mean, you come back pretty
1: quick. Yeah, for sure. My wife knows that Saturday and Sunday nights, that's uh, a, that, that turns into uh, the number crunch in time. <laughs> Dude, I don't know why, what it is.
0: I don't know if it's a Utah thing, but like, I feel so bad when I have to reach out to you on Sunday, I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I feel so bad for, but you, you're
1: so quick to respond. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've been a home buyer before. I know how, how stressful it can be and how emotional it can be. And, and you just want to know what the numbers are going to be. So I want to make sure I'm available for buyers then. So back to the, the home buying process. So like I said, you're going to write this offer,
0: you know, your agent's going to submit it. I'm going to submit it. A lot of times offers need to be submitted by a certain date. So keep that in mind when you're out the mm-hmm. home searching home, mm-hmm. doing the home buying process. So you're going to want to make sure to kind of keep an eye on those dates. And your real estate agent will kind of help with that as well. So you're going to submit that. And I, and I always tell people, be prepared to submit five to 10 offers. I mean, because they're, they're going to probably not get accepted because they're probably going to have a lot of offers. Yeah. I on- mean,
1: and that's just comes with the demand of our market yeah. right now. Unfortunately, our inventory, the amount of homes for sale is extremely low.
0: But don't let that scare you no, either,
1: no. the fact that you have to submit mm-hmm. a lot of offers, because maybe your first offer will get accepted. Exactly. And it doesn't always have to be for an insane amounts over either. Exactly. It's, it's like what I said. I mean, the, the, the worst thing you can do in this market is wait. And then once your offer does get accepted, I mean, there might be a chance that your offer
0: goes back and forth between mm-hmm. the, the listing agent and, and your agent. Uh, they might, you know, come to different terms or, you know, hey, we like your offer except for this, or can you add this? you will go what's called under contract. And this is, um, I mean, under contract to the actual closing date could be any amount of time. Yeah, I mean, I've seen as quick as a week, depending on if it's an all cash offer, Mm -hmm. or it could be uh, 30 to 45 days, I guess even. What's a typical closing right now? What's a typical in imagine?
1: this market? I mean, this is not a normal market, but I mean, in this market, we're seeing the average closing right around that 21 to 24 days, uh, just because it, oftentimes it's super competitive and sellers want to close quick. But other times sellers like, you know, we need to, we ultimately need to find another house. So we'd like to stay in the home a little bit longer. So maybe that turns into a 30 to 45 day close. And then once your offer is
0: accepted, you have to uh, pay something called earnest money, which, you know, I know you and I, TJ, we talk about this every day, but yep. a lot of people actually don't even really know what earnest money is. I mean, besides sounding them. kind of <laughs> earnest money, what the <laughs> heck is that? Right? Like, no, exactly. It's kind of like, I like to compare it to people. I tell them it's like uh like a deposit, On, like, if you know, when you were renting an apartment, right, you had to put a deposit down and uh, basically to tell that landlord, Hey, I'm serious about this apartment. Well, earnest money is kind of the same way where you, you know, when you submitted that offer, you were like, Okay, I want to give 5,000 earnest money or 3,000 earnest money. Whatever you and your agent come up with, you need to come up with that within four days. So you got to be prepared to have that in your bank account or however, uh, and that could be from a gift, can it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can have it gifted. it depends on loan programs, but more oftentimes than not, you can have that gifted. Uh, I mean, I oftentimes tell buyers that I refer to it as skin in the game. You know, the sellers need to make sure that you're serious and that you're just, they're just not going to get this offer accepted and then back out the next day. And another question I get is, well, where does that money go? Well, oftentimes, that, it go, right, exactly. like It just disappears that money. You're not paying that on top of the purchase price that's being deducted from the purchase price.
0: Yeah. So it's just like a giant down payment. Exa- really? Yeah, exactly. I mean, th- I guess, depending on the amount of mo- what's a good amount of earnest money. Have you seen?
1: I mean, typically I see 1% pre- being pretty often pretty. I mean, that's a, a yeah, normal, one to, 3%, yeah, 1 to 3%, is, is 3%. I know the mm-hmm. recommended, yeah. um,
0: and obviously the more you put down, the more skin in the game. I got quotations up. (laughs) And, you know, these could be for other episodes. I want to do an episode on earnest money. I think it would be really good to do one. But I mean, just also depends on, uh, there's different things that you could do and talk to your agent mm-hmm. about the best ways to do this, but you can have your earnest money go what what they call going hard mm-hmm. at or non-refundable yep. or non-refundable at different points of the contract. So you can have it non-refundable from day one. Mm-hmm. You can have it non-refundable after your due diligence or after you know most of the time it's it's after the financing and appraisal. Though I think is yeah. is when standard yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, let's dive into that. Like, what does, what does that even mean? Financing, appraisal,
0: due diligence? Well, okay. Well let's, let's, okay. Yeah. So due diligence. So you, you pay your earnest money and then you typically will get a home inspection. Okay. And as the buyer, that's something you're going to need to order, right? You, you would arrange that with your real estate agent, your, whoever Mm -hmm. you're buying it from that way they can coordinate it from, you know, with, with the other real estate agent on when you can let an inspector in there to inspect uh, your new home, which I kind of want to get into why I think that
1: is actually um, important. Yeah, for sure. Well, and, and quick note here, a home inspection is the only thing paid for outside of closing costs. What do you mean by that? Uh, explain that a little more. Yeah, paid for by the, by the buyer? Yeah, correct. Correct. The only, I mean, they're, you're going to have your closing costs. It's going to be the only outside expense you should have. Okay, correct me I, if I'm
0: wrong. No, I I I, I think that's about yeah. right, right? Because yeah. then the appraisal is a little bit. Yeah, later, that's we'll, included in closing. Yeah, costs. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that here mm-hmm. in a minute. But I think I mean, so a home inspection. I mean, I've talked to different home inspectors in the valley. I mean, they're going to range anywhere from like three to five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Which, if you ask me, for one of the biggest investments of your life, it is worth every penny to get your home professionally looked at. And, and really, the home inspection is going to tell you, the buyer, what you're about to get into. I mean, they're going to get into anything from, uh, I, I'm just looking here on a website of, of what this certain Utah home inspector, I mean, they check everything from the foundation to the grounds and drainage, to the structure of the thing, to the exterior, to like your fireplace and chimney, to your roofing to your attic and ventilation, to, I mean, your interior, to the garage. I mean, just the other day I went to a home inspection and just the stuff that that home inspector caught, I'm like, there's no way that <laughs> right. that buyer would have even saw that. I mean, yeah. hairline cracks that a lot of times we don't catch with our, with our own eyes. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people, cause I've taken people out TJ and they're yeah. like, well, I'm I'm a pretty you know observant person. I I, I think I, <laughs> I can see if, if if anything is gonna you know if anything's wrong with this place. Yeah, and it's like you're spending five hundred thousand dollars on this home. Spend three or four hundred bucks to get it looked at.
1: Yeah, well, that's why I usually I usually tell borrowers it's really it's a good idea to get a home inspection because you, that's really you're making sure there's nothing deal killing wrong with the property. You want to yeah. make sure that you know what you're getting into and then once you get your
0: home inspection done the, that the inspector is going to say hey you know maybe maybe this needs to be fixed or you know this is a recommendation and then you can go back and negotiate with the seller a little bit and say Hey, uh, your garage door doesn't open up or, you know, or Hey, uh, oh, he's telling me the furnace doesn't work here. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah. let's get that fixed before we continue on. And and then, I mean, that even gives you an opportunity. I mean, you could back out of the sale mm-hmm. if, if 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 you really didn't like what you found in the home inspection. Right. I mean, Definitely. Uh, that's a, that's a good, they call that the due diligence period, and that typically lasts anywhere from seven to ten days. Yep, um, right there. But that that allows you to uh, inspect the home, negotiate back and forth a little bit, and then decide if you want to move forward. And that's also when you can, you know, look at the seller's disclosures, if there's any HOAs to review, or anything like that. Um, that's where you can also do that. Now, is that where you would also order an appraisal too in that time, or is that yeah, more so in the financing? I mean-
1: Oftentimes in this market, when it's competitive and turn times are a little bit shorter, we, right after you go under contract, you want to meet with me uh, and go over those numbers. Uh, that's that's when we lock in the interest rate and send you disclosures to sign. Now, disclosures are all the numbers on paper uh, they, so that you guys are aware of what's going on and signing those disclosures are extremely imperative for the loan process. Um because if you don't sign those disclosures, it doesn't give us authorization to order the appraisal. And when time, when what disclose from the, from the, the after we lock in, no, the, the, from the lender. Okay. Yep. Uh, that once you lock in your interest rate, uh, you're not agreeing to any of those terms. What you're doing is you're giving us authorization to get working on your loan. What part of the process is the best time to go out and buy a new truck? (laughs) Definitely, definitely not, not after you've been pre-approved. I love that. (laughs) We've definitely been asked that before, as you can tell. Once you're pre-approved, make sure we're not touching our credit. Uh, If you, you know, make sure we're not changing jobs or moving money around like crazy. And if you Even if it's a
0: better paying job? Is
1: it, is it? Yeah. If you have, i have had this happen in the past, if you have to, you know, if there's some crazy good opportunity, just talk to me first. That way you can make sure it's not going to screw up your loan, especially if you're already under contract. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cause we want to keep you under contract. Yeah, Exactly.
1: You're... We don't want to lose any, any of your money. <laughs> and then depending on what part,
0: again, this is, you know, depending on when your earnest money goes hard and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So just make sure you're communicating with your real estate agent and mm-hmm. your agents. They're going to kind of keep you on track. Yep. You know, if, if you're working with me, I do a really good job with keeping you guys on track and being like, all right, guys. Your due diligence period's coming up here. Your mm-hmm. earnest money's going to go hard. You know, da, da, da. I, I do a good job yeah, of keeping, no, keeping up with everybody. Uh,
1: and you even do a good, I mean, we even do a good job contacting back and forth between you, you and yeah. I to make sure that we're, all of our deadlines are in sync and everybody's on the same page. So once the, like the financing and, and, and
0: uh, once that period kind of comes to an end, what happens there, TJ?
1: Yeah. So after we, after uh, we get inspection and whatnot, all due diligence done. While that's happening, we're getting the appraisal ordered uh, to make sure that, of course, the bank's only going to lend on what the, home's lend to what the home is worth. They're not going to lend more money than what the home is worth. Uh, so once we get the appraisal back and that all checks out good, we're also going to be sending your documentation into underwriting. Now, underwriter's main job is just to make sure the story makes sense, to make sure that the bank's money is going to be safe. So they might ask us some more questions, you know, to clarify some, some, you know, some of the documents we sent in, and uh, that's when we'll reach back out to you to maybe get additional documents from you or the questions clarified from you directly. Um, And then once we get those items back, we fulfill those conditions and uh, send it back into underwriting to get what we call the clear to close.
0: So if I'm not mistaken, let's kind of back up here a little bit. So the first part, once you go under contract, the first part they're dealing mostly with the real estate agent. The last part they're mostly dealing with their loan officer. Is that correct? Correct. I mean... I mean, uh, maybe, I guess maybe you're I'm biased because I'm, I do the pre approve as well. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of, it's a good mix. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, uh, just to kind of help people out with the process. And then once, once everything's good to go, I mean, you do a final walkthrough and I mean, right before uh settlement day and yeah. right before you get the keys, I mean, that's like the final home stretch those last yep. couple of days.
1: Yep. And then after, you know, everything checks out the final walkthrough, uh, we, all of us meet at the closing table, sign a bunch of papers and, uh, the most papers you're ever going right? to sign in your life, right? Yeah, exactly. Do your hand exercises before you show up. But, uh, after, you know, and depending on when we close, you, you're either going to be funding on that house. The same or the next day after. When do you get the keys,
0: TJ? Yeah, I mean, people yeah. ask me that all yep. the time. When do you get the keys? <laughs> do I get the keys.
1: Right. I mean, depending on what's in your contract, you know, yeah. some, you know, the majority of transactions you get the keys once it funds and records. But sometimes there's leasebacks where you have to lease it back to the sellers for a couple of days or thirty to sixty days, the max sixty days. Um, and yeah, I think was, that
0: I, could be a good episode too, to talk yeah. about leasebacks because oh, sure, what a lot of people, uh, that's, that's another thing when we're out looking at homes, a lot of homes we're looking at these days have what's called a leaseback. And just to kind of quickly get into that, I don't want to go crazy into mm-hmm. depth, but basically that's the current owner is asking to stay in their place just a little bit longer past, uh, the sale date. Yeah, correct. Um, and a lot of times it's because they don't have a place to go do right away. Yeah, They you want know? to make sure they find a home. Exactly. Um, and it's not an uncommon thing and it's not a, it's not a horrible thing. I mean, mm-hmm. if it doesn't work for your thing, then then that's definitely one thing to avoid looking at when you're out looking for a, a, a to buy a place. Um, but keep, keep that in mind. And it's, it's bas- I mean, there's all different kinds of leasebacks and, and let's do a separate episode yeah, on sure. that. But some people charge kind of a little bit of money and some people do a leaseback for free. Um, but yeah. that's
1: definitely an option. And then another question I get too is after we close like TJ, when's my first payment?
0: Like, yeah, yeah. Like, when is when, the first like, Don't you get like a free month right? yeah, or something yeah. like that? I, lo- I love Go the ahead. free
1: month. <laughs> so, basically your first payment is due is on the 1st of the second month after closing. So that's super wordy. So if you were to close today, today is April 20th. It's like mid-April, yeah. Yeah, April 20th, your first payment would not be until June 1st. So that's kind of, I mean, you can use the, you figure, okay,
0: you're not going to have a mortgage payment or a rental payment, hopefully mm-hmm. for a month. Yep. Use that extra money to pay for some movers or mm-hmm. or to pay for any of those extra expenses yep. of moving. Cause we all know it ends up costing a lot more than we anticipated. Yep, exactly. To move, right. Like,
1: yep. Or the furniture or whatever. Or extra pizzas, yeah. right? To pay the neighbor <laughs> exactly. neighbor kids to help you move boxes exactly. or whatever, right? But uh,
0: that's good to keep in mind.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I mean, that pretty much on my end, that covers the home buying process in a nutshell. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the main nutshell of the home buying process. I mean, there's different
0: things here and there. Mm-hmm. But one thing to keep in mind, your real estate agent, again, hopefully that real estate agent is is myself, but they're going to be there to help you along the entire way. That's what we're we're doing is to make mm-hmm. the process take away some of that stress from you make it easy as easy as possible and to kind of be there to, to hold your hand, basically. Exactly. And don't, and don't be afraid to hold my hand because no, I'll am going to i take you through the whole process and we'll have a lot of fun together. Oh, right? for sure.
1: Definitely. But, uh, yeah, if you guys have any questions about the home buying process whatsoever, reach out to us. And what's the best way for people to hit you up, TJ? Yeah, you guys can honestly give me a call at 801-694-1733. Connect with me on Instagram at TJ Mortgage or shoot me an email at TJ at myccmortgage.com. And you can hit me up 801 801- 244-2908.
0: Shoot me a text. Give me a call. Even if you just have a question, even if you don't think, eh, maybe I'm not ready yet, hit me up and let me know what your thoughts are because that way we can kind of help you get there and exactly. figure out what the steps are to take. You can also go visit my website at Chris.coppercanyonre. Dot com. Again, that's Chris.CopperCanyonRE.com. Go search homes, um, and and let's uh,
1: let's get you into a new home, right, guys? For, oh, for sure. And if if you guys have any topics you want us to cover, real estate related, let us know. We're more than happy to cover any custom topics.
0: Absolutely, because we want to we want to talk about them all here. So
1: anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of uh, Utah Real Estate Minute. Make sure
0: you're subscribed to the podcast and whatever podcast player you listen to uh, these podcasts in. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode, you guys. Thanks, Chris.